welcome into a very somber defeating the curse tonight on the heels of uh, two of three teams losing in uh, very well, not even dramatic fashion actually it was uh it's hard to put into words how I feel uh, tonight but nonetheless you know the curse lives on or so it seems the Nats I, I think were able to pull out a win although honestly I stopped watching uh, everything as soon as the uh, Caps game was pretty certain to be over and a big fat L for the Capitals I, I couldn't bring myself to finish watching the Wizards game although I'm looking at a box score now and frankly, it's hard. It's hard for me to care about the Nationals, except that they're playing the the white trash Orioles. But um, you know, I, I'll tell you. Let me. Uh, I'll start with with the Capitals, and I've said it before. I'm I'm not a big hockey guy, but I was so certain we were going to win tonight, and to lose, to be shut out at home, uh, was tough. Tough to watch. It, it makes it tough to care about the sport that I, I you know I don't really really get up for to begin with. But man, this was a very difficult loss, and it just seemed like they came out, they came out flat. They had some chances, but a loss is a loss, and it looks like it's the end of an era. At least that—that's what the general sentiment is. That this team is not is no more uh, moving forward, and it's going to have to change. Andrew, first time joining us on the podcast, welcome in. What are your thoughts? I th- I'm I'm sure you watched the game. I know you're a big Caps guy. Uh, what am I missing here? Because, damn, man, th- this hurts so much. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Joel. Thanks a lot for having me on the podcast, guys. Um, yeah, it's um, it's 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 like a, it's um, it's a feeling that's common. It's a very common feeling for me and DC fans, most likely. The um, it's like I almost wish the Caps would have. Uh, you know, just lost already when it was three to one rather than building up all this momentum and hype around the DC fan base. And then going back to their same old roots where they just disappoint. Um, it's very, it's very, very, very sad, but nonetheless, let's talk a little bit about the game here. They started out. I don't know if you saw the beginning of the game. They came out electric. The first five minutes or so of the first period, they were, they were on fire. They were shooting the puck. They had the, the Penguins on their heels. And then um, after the first five minutes, honestly, it just became like garbage hockey, in my opinion. There was no structure. The Caps and Penguins both were kind of just like, I don't want to say scared to play hockey, but they were very cautious and they, were, they weren't making any, any hockey plays, kind of just like going through the motions. And... I don't want to blame Puck Luck either, but Puck Luck is a big part of this game seven. How many opportunities did we have, guys, to score a goal? We had probably four, five, six golden opportunities to put the puck in the net. But typical capital fashion, we just didn't execute. That's that's the problem, right? It it seems like it's typical 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 capitals. It seems like every year we more or less end up in the same spot, feeling very disappointed that our team overachieved during the regular season, underachieved in the playoffs. It seems like no matter what we do, the, the NHL is just determined for the Capitals to have to face the Penguins before the conference finals. And, and it just seems like the Capitals are determined to dig themselves a hole. you know. And it was talked about quite a bit on local sports talk radio uh, pretty much all day today, even if they somehow pulled out this win, which most of us 
we're, we're very, very cautiously optimistic about and really, really didn't want to buy into the hype that somehow we were going to pull this off. It, it, it was not over. I mean, it's not the Stanley Cup we're talking about here. It's 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 just the, the privilege to play uh, another series before getting to, the, to right. the final. So it just seemed like they, you know, I agree with you that maybe they started off, they started off well, but so did so did the Penguins, and and the game just deteriorated. And we are, I mean, I still see us as a finesse team, and 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 we just we couldn't hang tonight. And and it looks sloppy at times. I, I, I honestly, I have a lot of thoughts on this, and all I keep thinking about is uh, is Mr. Bickle from the Junkies this morning, who went on and on about his his emotional hedge bet of putting money on the Penguins because he knew in his heart. You know that if he if the Caps win and he lost money, he would be okay with it. But when the Caps lose and he makes a little bit of money, you know it'll, it'll chase some of the sting of the loss. So, um, yeah, I, I it's just it was so disappointing. I, I couldn't bring myself to to turn it off, but I didn't want to watch it either. Um, it just I, I think the whole city of DC right now just is. I don't even know. It's like I imagine if I uh, if I look out in the streets of DC, Steve, you're down there. Maybe you can tell us. Um, although you're close to Nats Park, and I, I do believe the Nats pulled out the win, so um, you know, hooray Nats! But uh, what, what's the sentiment? What, what do you? What's your feel? What were you watching tonight, Steve? Well, well, I mean, I, I got too many thoughts. Okay, I'm coming off a week long vacation. I came home early tonight to watch this DC trifecta. We had fifty bucks, come and go. Okay, we bet on all three, and I was but excited coming from vacation tonight. And I got to tell you. I love Andrew. Andrew's my boy. Love having him on. Great guy. First time uh, uh, on the podcast. Long time listener. Love the guy. But t- tonight is on X's and O's night. Okay, and Andrew, I'm sure, can break down the X's and O's. The cap start off fast. He can do it better than I can and, and FP and LP, whatever the hell they are. And, and, and you can, Joe. They're but tonight is not. And- they, are, they are not returning <laughs> phone calls. They are not returning text messages. They are. One of them is definitely, definitely. Um, well, not going to be reached for a while. And the other one, you know, I think went to work to, to get his mind off of what just happened. It, it, it's it, it, That's the point, is it's not an exes and those night tonight. It's a uh, existential reminder of the fact that this city just can't get out of its own way. And it's unbelievable. I mean, I said this from before the playoffs started, that the Verizon Center, the phone booth, once a game gets tight, once the, the the you know the Penguins got on top, I mean you could hear a pin drop. I mean the the nerves start setting in, and you see it in the players more almost than you see it in the fans. You see Ovechkin with a sloppy clear, and like how, how many times is he going to make? You see mental mistakes that these players are making that you don't see throughout the regular season. So there is this mental roadblock, at least with the Capitals, that. They just can't get out of their way. They're just going to find ways to lose. The shocking thing to me is really how the third period, towards the end of that third period, when they got down, they were down one to start. They got down two, and they they never, like the Penguins were down two. I think it was game four, game five, or whatever. They scored two quick goals in the last three minutes, tied up. There was a, a fight. You could tell they were going to do whatever it took to pull, uh, you know, to give themselves a shot when the buzzer sounded to be able to tie the game up and send it into overtime. You never felt that with the Capitals. 
it was they never had any even amazing scoring chances even after pulling Holtby and playing with the man up. So I just it's so typical. And then you got the Wizards on the other end, which I think Wizards have the opposite problem is they get this hubris about themselves and they get this swagger that they think that they're going to you know go into Boston and, and, and trounce on the Celtics and then they get a piece of reality served to them and they just show up and, and put a clunker up. So you know it's an it's an awful night and actually it's funny you just said how are you know what are what does the streets of DC look like? Dan Steinberg just retweeted a video from outside the Verizon Center of Caps and, and Penguins fans fighting. Good. So, I mean, we're not only a, no, we're not stop. We're not only a crappy sports town. We're a hostile, annoying, bitter sports town. I mean, we're we're becoming our, our friends up by ninety five in Philadelphia, and that's the worst kind of sports town. So that to me is the most annoying. No, you lose, you lose with class. You go home. No, I don't get want to lose class. You get in the fetal position like LP is right now. Get out of here. This is no President's Cup, and it, look. It, we made a big deal. I made a big deal about the Wizards winning their division, right? And, every, and, and you guys got on me and said, oh, nobody cares. It doesn't matter. To some extent, yes, it does. To, to, but now looking back at it, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it, frankly, it doesn't matter. The, the, the President's Cup means even less. The President's Cup means nothing because of the way the stupid NHL. Hey, look, and, and it, some of this is, is misdirected anger, right, on my part. I, I'm just mad. Like, why does the NHL have to reseed? Why do they have to do that? Just let the let the crappier team play the better team, and let it be a traditional playoff bracket. Uh, why why do you're, we always have to get the stupid Penguins? Why you're you're, you're missing you're, you're you're missing the forest for the trees here, Joe. I mean, it, the bottom line is okay, fine. They don't receive the Caps beat uh, a crappier team. They're going to have to go through the defending champs to get to the Stanley Cup. It, it, it's well, it doesn't not necessarily matter. right. The, maybe the Penguins, maybe they lose to the Senators, or maybe... Uh, look, okay, we, we, let's not hang it, our hat on that. I know. Let's just hope what, that someone else beats Isn't that what we do better than any, any other city in America? Isn't that what we do? We, we, we turn things around, and tomorrow the talk is going to be about how, um, you know, it, it, not how the team, you know, uh, basically, um, you know, shriveled up and, and disappeared when it mattered the most. It's going to be about how we didn't, the, the puck just didn't, you know, puck luck. It didn't bounce our way. And it's the NHL's fault. And uh, I, you know, I'll tell you, let's switch gears here and talk about the Wizards for a second. I watched, I watched every second of the game. Um, outside of the four to two lead that they had in the first quarter, in the first four or five minutes, this team came out flat. And I, and I made uh, made a bunch of comments on Twitter. And right around halftime, I just decided to turn all social media off because it was driving me crazy. But Bradley Beal, this guy was dragging his feet all over the court. He, you know, he, it's like he he literally he's the equivalent of uh, well. I don't want to kill him, and I don't want to. I was going to say he's the equivalent of a certain redskin who would just uh, turn it on and off whenever he felt like it or, or felt like, um, you know, showing up. But it, when he's dragging his feet and not hustling on defense, not not working through, you know, not breaking through, um, you know, high screens and and fighting through, I, I just don't understand what I was watching tonight. Where, where were the Wizards that that we watched for the last two games? The bench clearly is completely inept when it comes to playing on the road, um, you know. I, but I, I'll tell you what, I'll double down on my comments from before. The Celtics are complete trash. They are they are the most overrated one seed I have ever seen, and I've been watching basketball my entire life. Um, if 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 some guy named Bradley doesn't come off, uh, Avery Bradley come off the, I don't know, is he, he's even a starter. I have no idea. He comes in and drops twenty in the first half, and everybody is ready to anoint him as the the savior of the Celtics. It can't play defense. Amir Johnson is basically just uh, 
he's in there to foul people and and get two boards and everyone high fives him like he's doing a great job. The team is complete garbage and and I was expecting the Wizards more so than the Caps. The Caps I expected to lose just because that's what they do. But the Wizards, like you said, Steve, they when they play with swag, they are actually really hard to beat. And it seemed like they had the swag, but the game didn't 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 back it up tonight. And, and they really it wasn't competitive. It was uh, it was borderline boring. Uh, I mean, it, again, it was painful when you when you pair the Wizards' loss with the Caps' loss. Uh, it just it makes DC sports suck, and it makes being a fan of these teams suck, and it makes living here suck. I mean, we got Clay Travis tweeting that DC is the most cursed sports town in America uh, right now, and he's got you know 400 retweets of that tweet. So, um, you know, the, the secret's out. Our town, when it comes to the the big stage and the big moment, we don't rise to it, and the fans are the ones that ultimately suffer. Because last I checked, all the players are still going to take their million dollar checks and go home. It's us. It's it's the fans that go reeling into the night and complain and like like you said, one of our four, one of the foursome went to work, literally got up and went to his office to work. The other one can't be reached and said don't don't talk to me until Friday. So um, that's the general sentiment here, and that and tomorrow sports talk is going to be full of people just complaining and angry and not wanting to go to work because that's what happens here. Um, hey, hey, Joe. Was it more that the Wizards didn't show up, or was it more that Boston showed up? No, Boston's crap. Actually- Boston is a crap basketball team. If they advance past the Wizards, which I still believe that the Wizards will pull this out because I'm a, a super fan of the of the Washington Wizards and D.C. sports, the Celtics will not win a game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. They are the, the, the Celtics are just a trash basketball team. They're a one-trick pony. We had a caller call in on uh, Sunday night and say that they, if it isn't hitting his shot. By the way, I, it was left in with the with the scrubs playing against the the third stringers against Trey Burke and the third stringers to pad his stats. That that's the kind of player he is. So yeah, no love for me for the Celtics. You know they, they run a very simple offense and they take a lot of three pointers. And when they go in, they're going to be hard to beat just because of the volume of threes. And so be it. But. Al Horford, you know, he's not going to shoot 91% or 80, 89% from the field every night. Um, they have nobody that can bang around with Gortat, but why pull him? Like, it, it, it frustrates me because the Wizards get away from doing what they do and what makes them successful, which is high pick and rolls, slashers to the basket, look for back doors from, um, from Oubre, from Porter. Where, where was Otto Porter tonight? It's like he didn't even get on the plane. I, I don't think he registered. I don't think he had a single point in the second half. You know, so... No, I'm not about to say that the Celtics are uh, just a better team. No, it's it that's that's BS to me. They no, no, I'm I'm not saying that they're a better team. I just wanted to know because I was watching the Caps game tonight, the Caps game tonight while I was at work. Um, I couldn't watch both, but I'm more interested in the fact that did the Wizards lose it for themselves, or did Boston uh, did Boston essentially like beat them? Andrew, Andrew, I, I, I'm telling you. The Celtics are a better team. Don't listen to Joe. Joe said he's a super fan. He's a super homer is what he is. Okay. And everything you say How are they about a better team, the, the, Steve? Why are they a better team? I, I, what, what, hey, what, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend I watched the game because I was watching caps and Nats is my number two. Okay. So I didn't watch the game, but let me just tell you, you can't call the Celtics trash and they put a whooping on the wizards three out of five games. And they, and the wizards have shown, I can't believe that you would say that you still believe, that's such a homer thing to say the Wizards are still going to win. What has shown you that they can win 
in Boston on in game in a game seven. Well, I have I have no faith in the Celtics. The Celtics are also a young team, and and I think if the, I I expect the Wizards to win on, on Friday, and in a game seven, it's a toss up. Now, tra- traditionally we don't do well in game sevens, but they're just as young as we are. They have an advantage, of course, playing at home, but it's a toss up game. Uh, well, mean, at some I, point this I, curse I, has I, to break, right? And we got to win a game seven. Well, hopefully for for our business, the curse never breaks. But I'll tell you this: <laughs> I hope. Uh, we can agree on the fact that whoever wins this godforsaken series stands no chance against Cleveland. And then I, I'll take back my super homer comment. No, the, the Wizards can beat the Cavs. Well, I don't take it back. <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's a ridiculous my, it's statement. It's my opinion. It's my opinion. I think, well, look, we match up better with the Cavs, but we can't think about the Cavs. We, we got to think about Friday. And game six. Of course, we can't think about the Cavs. You know, so, We're down three two. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know what to say. I, I'm dejected. I'm. I'm angry. I'm pissed. I. I. I mean, this night could have gone completely differently, right? Aside from the bets and the the DC trifecta bet and the parlay and all that stuff, it, it would have been nice to be able to get on a podcast, which I'm sure everybody. W- the phone lines would have been full, and the Pauls would be not doing whatever they're doing, and and we would be talking about how ama- how the curse has been broken. And how the, the... Let, let me can I can I swing it to Andrew because I, I want to talk about some future implications on, on a on a larger scale. You <laughs> teased in the beginning about um, this Caps team could look very different coming up. I know nothing about that. Uh, Andrew, do do you can you share a little bit about some decisions they have upcoming? How would this Caps team look different? Is that like an OV thing? Are there some contracts expiring? Uh, like is Trotz's job in jeopardy? Well, what changes do we potentially see? And is this going to be, is this potentially like a rebuilding process or uh, are these kind of some minor tweaks and this team's going to still compete at that same level? You know, it's tough to tell right now. Coming off a loss in game seven, my feeling is I just want to blow the entire team up. I want to get I mean, Ovi, he's great and all, but he, everybody can see it, that his, his era or his time, even though he had a great regular season, he, he had a very productive regular season, but you just get the sense that his, his time is kind of coming to an end and that the Capitals' regular season powerhouse um, is, is kind of – the era is kind of coming to an end, and we, we all kind of get that sense. So – as far as next year goes, I'm not sure about all the contracts. I know Oshi is on a contract year. Daniel Winnick is on a contract year this year. So they're all going to become free agents. Um, Justin Williams, you know, he was the most um, – what's the word? He, he was the most experienced, I guess, in the playoffs. He, he won a couple game sevens himself. Seven, I think, to be – I think it was seven games. And he's getting old. So this team has a good mix of older older players, younger players, and players with ex, with expiring contracts. Um, right now, my feeling is I just want to blow the entire team up and start from scratch, but it's not going to happen. And I don't know exactly what the general manager and how which direction they're going to take. They're going to try to kind of drag it out and try again next year to see if the if the same concept or the same ideas that they have right now can work. Which it clearly proven uh, it's proven not to work in the past four or five years or so. But 
Um, well, let me I jump in here and I ask you a question, Andrew. Boston. Andrew, if they didn't run into the Penguins, if if they play, if they had played a different team, do you expect they would have failed at at this point in the playoffs? Yeah, actually, you know what? I wrote a blog article saying that this was their year and that things are different and that this is their year. But after seeing the way they played their first uh, first round series against Toronto, which was a very young team, inexperienced team, they have a rookie on their team. And that rookie looked like an all-star against us in the first series. They they should have handled Toronto with ease. Even though we did win in six, it was a very, very rough series. So just after the first series, I already had my doubts. I was like, it's the same old caps. Yeah, it's going to happen fair. again, regardless who we play. So the fact that we ended up playing the Penguins in the second uh, second round, and we started going down 2-0 and then 3-1, I was, I was certain we were done. And it didn't matter who we played, if it was the Penguins, if it was it ended up being the Rangers. A couple of years ago, the Rangers did the exact same thing to us. We went to Game Seven with them, and they knocked us out. Wouldn't it have it almost been? Wouldn't have? Wouldn't it have been better in some way to just lose the series four-one and have this have ended a week and a half ago? That, that's the that's, part. That's I, what I opened it. It's it's so tough. Like why, 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 why toy with the with the heartstrings and the emotions? Why string us along? Like this is so painful. It's so frustrating. Absolutely. That's that's what I said. I said I kind of wish they would have just lost it when it was three to one. But you know they built that momentum. They gave DC fans the hype. We really thought we were going to make this comeback. We had all the momentum, and here we are. All right. So what's going to happen on Friday in Verizon Center? Back to back losers. Back to back season. Can I talk about my Nats for a second? Oh, forget about the Nats, Steve. Okay, they they. (laughs) They beat up on the Trash Orioles. Great. Wonderful. Great. What, what else do you want to talk about? What, come, what did I miss? Come, come, come from behind, down 6-2, start of the eighth inning, bottom of the eighth, Michael how Taylor. Many fans were, how many fans were at Nats Park tonight? Give me a percentage. Are you kidding? Give me a percentage. Are you kidding me, Joe? Uh, well, I, 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 wasn't, I, I, know, I, wasn't I know there was a lot of Orioles fans. How many Nats fans were in that, were in that arena or in the stadium tonight? Are you questioning uh, the, 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 the Nats fan-ness in this town? Because I guarantee you there were more Nats fans than uh, – I, I bet there were more Boston Celtics fans for a playoff game uh, uh, in, in Verizon Center than Oriole fans driving an hour away. How about that? I have no idea what you just said, but it sounds like it sounds like you're saying that the Nats fans are more <laughs> hardcore than the Caps fans, or something to that effect. But like, it's no, still a I'm regular saying, season I, baseball game, is, right? In let's May. see on Friday night how how many Celtics fans are are uh, in the Verizon Center. There'll be a lot because that's what they do. God, it's so miserable. You know wh- why is, is it? Are, that, hold on, that, are the Wizards going to lose on Friday? Let's just get it out of the way. Yes. Oh, yes. Can I ask you guys a quick question about the fans real quick? I've noticed that the Redskins and Wizards always have a ton of opposing team fans there. But the Capitals and Nationals, for some reason, always have, and their stadiums and and seats are always filled with true Capitals and Nets fans. Why is it that the basketball team and the football team are so scattered and usually end up almost 50-50 with – with home team fans and away team fans. The, the problem is it's not the same reason for both. Yeah. Okay. The, the re- reason for the Wizards is because nobody cares about the NBA here in D.C. The reason for the Redskins is because nobody wants to go to that cesspool in Landover, Maryland. Okay. So those are two different reasons. And Joe may disagree with me. 
No, I, I agree completely. Oh, the Redskins, on the, first one. the the Redskins are yeah that that one I think is going to be universally accepted. Nobody wants to go to. I mean that that's that is where hopes and dreams go to die. That that's where people. That's where I mean if you want to die uh, in your car or just from boredom or you know whatever the if you don't love yourself okay if you if you want to end it you go to a Redskins game so um, you know the idiots from Miami or from everywhere else that come and flood our stadium have at it enjoy you know but. Skins yeah. fans, Skins fans, take a we take a principled stand against uh, padding the pockets of one Dan Snyder. So that one is very, very straightforward. I, I think the Wizards are starting like to turn a little bit just because for so many years it, it the organization was incompetently managed. Um, I, I think the the ghost of Ernie Grunfeld. Uh, we could, we could thank Ernie for today's loss. To be very honest, um, that the, the bench that he built is uh, spectacular on the road. But um, you know, I think I'll do my own. A uh, twenty-minute rant on on why Ernie killed the Wizards this year, but um, the, the Wizards, I think, are they're starting to have that following. Uh, but the Caps have been good for a sustained, uh, uh, for quite a, a sustained stretch here, and and winning winning brings people you know out in droves. And the Nats between the new ballpark and again sustained winning, you know, uh, I think that the difference is the Wizards haven't been sustained winners, and the Redskins are are the Redskins. Gotcha, gotcha. Andrew, are yeah. the Wizards going to win? Are the Wizards going to win on Friday? Please say yes. Yeah, for sure they're going to win. At home, we don't lose at home. We blow teams out at home. It's, it's on the road. It's on the road, Joe. It's on the you road. Guys, you, you guys are idiots. You, you, if I were you, I'd rather them lose on Friday than lose on – is Sunday game seven? Monday. They Why would they put a game seven on, on Monday? It's the NBA, man. They, they got to give LeBron uh, some extra rest. For ratings. Oh, but they probably want to start Easter Conference Finals that Thursday. Is, well, is it a... ironically if if the Celtics if the Celtics now close out on Friday, it'll start on Monday. the The Eastern Conference uh, Finals will start Monday. I think I think that's what I read, or it, maybe it was Tuesday. Um, but it, it, it you know, it, it's hard to even switch gears now on the heels of what I saw the Wizards do tonight. Uh, it's one hundred percent Homer in me saying. That somehow we're going to win this game on on Friday, but I, I believe they will, and I'll I'll take our I'll take a chance on them in Game Seven. Uh, they've never been there, and this this iteration of the Celtics have also never been there. So why not? Why, why can't it be us? Why can't this curse finally break? Uh, and you know, and we get to dance with the Cavaliers, and we'll see how that goes. But uh, it, it's just disappointing to lose to a to an inferior team. They, they are they are not a better team than the Wizards. And uh, can, can I just? Can I just ask? I've been out of the loop uh, on my vacation. Which of the idiots uh, today tweeted that this is going to be such a big night in DC that we were going to sign Kirk Cousins to a long-term deal? <laughs> Was oh, that on our Twitter? There, yeah, we had uh, we that one got picked up actually by uh, by some big shots in the market saying the 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 the, the quadfecta would be that the Redskins tweet out that uh, Kirk got a uh, a long-term deal done today, um, but that didn't happen. The the Wizards got blown out. The capital season's over, but you know the net the Nets eked out a win, a comeback win. What do you want to say about the Nets, Steve? I, I, ten minutes ago, you, you started telling us how it was, it was a so huge win. They, it was a huge win, and they've been slumping. They, I mean, their bullpen is still a disaster. The fact that they are on pace for a hundred wins with a disaster of a bullpen is incredible. It's really incredible, and the fact that they're I don't think I've been on a, a podcast since Adam Eaton 
shattered his ACL and is out for the next 12 months. I mean, um, just they don't lose a beat. I mean, Jason Worth steps into the two spot and is hitting great right now. And, and Zimmerman is the MVP of the league. And Bryce Harper somehow is the third best hitter on your team, which is astounding. And Rendon last week, uh, yeah, I haven't been on in forever. Rendon, you know, does, you know, plays one of the greatest uh, uh, baseball games of any professional that's ever played Major League Baseball. A guy gets, uh, you know, six for six, 10 RBIs, three home runs. It's a historic evening. So, Steve, your optimism is not appreciated right now. Your, your, I, I, your general it. tone of happiness is uh, is is missing the mark. I'll bring I'll bring it back down. They still don't have a closer. Without a closer, they're not going to make it too much, too far. That's true. That's true. I but I I I think there's going to be something in the works. Who somebody just tweeted about Andrew Miller. Andrew Miller is freaking lighting it up. Um, there's this other kid I can't remember his name. Started off really really well. I mean, there's going to be moves at the trade deadline. Teams are going to want to give up salaries andrew miller was moved last year at the trade deadline so rizzo and rizzo i trust i gotta go see him at the coffee shop actually yeah go 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 grab him tomorrow go say hi to him tomorrow see what's going on hey new 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 lady every single time i see him okay you gotta respect oh, don't, that. don't kill people man it'll be it's hard to get okay. them on afterwards <laughs> all right i mean boys. all we're gonna have in the next uh, the next couple months here we're just gonna have baseball to talk about Basketball's coming to an end. Hockey's over. Football yeah, it's, season uh, it's basically Fall. the it's the Stevie show. Once uh, once these yeah, two teams I'm, are on, we're just uh, I'm waiting. I'm I'm, I'm I'm waiting to do the intros on these. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're coming. It's gonna be it's gonna be 25 minutes of Steve talking to himself about baseball, <laughs> while while one Paul is staring into space and the other one's uh, looking at the uh, Redskins schedule. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get ready for that. But um, let, let's. Well, we already went around the room, and it sounds like uh, Andrew, you got them winning. You got the Wiz winning on Friday. Steve, you got them losing. I got them winning. Um, so let's go for the just projections here for the series. It's obviously Steve's got Celtics in six. Andrew, what do you got if it goes to seven? Um, I honestly, again, I don't think it's the home army, but I really do think the Wizards will take it in seven. I think they're going to go to Boston, even though they've shown nothing to prove that they'll win in Boston. I think that Game 7, they'll show up and they'll take it from Boston in Boston. I'm with you, my man. I'm with you. The uh, the very sentimental pick, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that one. I think, they will, I think they will take care of business on Friday. I think they will string us along over the weekend, give us a little bit of a break, let us exhale, and then Monday it'll be all eyes on the Wizards, and, and hopefully they can, they can get some type of mojo. Hopefully Otto Porter gets on the plane this time and he, he uh, shows up and plays on Monday, but yeah, uh, let's all go uh, sulk in a corner here for the rest of the night. And uh, yeah, it's it's one of those days where you don't want you don't want to listen to talk radio tomorrow because it's it's going to be overly depressing. Um, oh no but, way! Sports Center talk radio, all that is going to be horrible. Sports Center still on TV, bro? I don't even know. No, I was just I was just throwing that out there. Oh. Joe, yeah. Joe, I'm 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 a little. Uh, Upset, surprised we're not getting a, a, a Jim Comey uh, breakdown analysis. <laughs> All right, the, the most hated man in D.C. here. Well, I don't know if he's the most hated, but... Um... I was talking about the president. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe on the next one we can go into into what happened. I, I don't know, man. I, I'd imagine even even Trump is disappointed with what happened tonight. 
This is uh, <laughs> this is a this is a bad this is just a bad day in in Washington all around. Yeah, all around. I, I, I'm sh- I'm sure Trump really cares about Washington, seeing as how he leaves every opportunity he gets every weekend he gets. Uh, when was the last time we had a president that that cared about anything and it actually happened in Washington D.C. or the sports teams? I think maybe maybe W. Maybe he was big into the baseball. But no, I mean W cared about the the Rangers. Obama cared about the White Sox. It was probably like. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to go way back. Yeah, I, I, Clinton wasn't into sports. His uh, pastime was uh, different. <laughs> right. No, I think I think Reagan liked. Well, the Redskins went to the White House because they won the Super Bowl a couple times during Reagan's time. I, I remember him. He threw a pass to Art Monk or something like that. That that's your memory. That that's what that's that, what you remember. <laughs> I can't remember my wedding anniversary, but I remember like that ten second clip of him throwing a pass. Well, well, we can get we can get into which presidents uh, threw passes to which Redskins uh, maybe the next time through. We actually we got quite a bit to talk about on the Redskins side of the ball, uh, you know, of the house as well. But it's hard to focus on anything right now. We I was personally so up for the Capitals and yeah, a big fat letdown. Uh, closing yeah, closing remarks, Andrew. Anything else from you, man? No, the one thing I just want to say is that this this podcast would have been a lot different. Even if one team won, you know, we could have we could have held our hats. We could have been okay if one team lost and the other team won, but it is a bad day in D.C. tonight. Yeah, I like how you acknowledge that the Nats don't even matter. That's pretty much oh, yeah, right too. The Nats. Sorry about that. The Nats, yeah, they won. But, you know, hey, it's no, a regular season. It's, uh, no worries, Andrew. I'm, 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 I look forward to acknowledging that you don't matter when, um, when I do the podcast <laughs> by myself next week. Okay? <laughs> the Nats, the Nats hit is coming. Inside baseball with Steve. <laughs> hey, it's coming. Hey, you know, you know who who took it like a champ is Grant Paulson. Okay, that guy. If people want to see a real fan, people want to know how to be a real fan. That's the guy. Grant Paulson took it like a champ. Took it on the chin, but it's his team. He supports them till the death, and he said he'll be there. Uh, next year cheering them on. I respect uh, Grant H. Paulson. Congrats on the engagement as well. I I mean it's hard to disagree with what you're saying. I mean if if the Wizards fail on Friday, I'm not I'm not going to stop watching them next year. But it's too soon. I, I think that we need to. It's it's like a bad breakup. Like you got to acknowledge it. You got to you got to work through the uh, you got to work through that crap and 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 find a way to release it. You can't just uh, pretend to be okay with it. But I guess everyone's a little different. Stevie, any last any last comments? Any, any more no. uh, any more shade you want to throw at anybody real quick before it, we go? Hey, it, it, it is what it is. It's DC. It's not a, a, a physical thing. It's not a talent thing. It's a mental thing that this city will, will not get over until something, and I'm hoping that something is the Nats this year. Go Nats. All righty. Well, from the DTC crew, a very somber good night. We are out.